On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, Dreaming Big, we catch up with newly signed Willie Diaz of the Minnesota Twins and newly committed to Southwest Baptist University, Kyler Charchin. Welcome to episode 96 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Some pretty big news on the baseball front over the last couple of days is Major League Baseball announcing it will be coming back for a 60-game season starting later in July. They will report to spring training July 1st, which is welcome news for fans who've been watching the two sides duke it out over compensation for a shortened campaign. They also finalized a few other things around health and safety procedures with the COVID-19 pandemic still prevalent in the U.S., so stay tuned. One guy who got to share some of his own good news of the big league variety was Willie Diaz. It was announced last week that the Edmonton product had signed a contract with the Minnesota Twins. He grew up in the Dominican Republic and a few years ago moved to Alberta in search of a better life with his mother. Not only did he find that, but he also found his game with the Prairie Baseball Academy. As you'll hear in our conversation now, Diaz is a confident young man who believes people will know his name soon enough. Willie, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you so much. Let's start off with the big news, and that is signing with the Minnesota Twins. So what was it like from your perspective to sign on the dotted line? Oh, man, it was my dream coming true, you know? Like, I've been working so hard to get to this point. And then hard work pays off, you know? Talk a bit about this process. I mean, how long had Minnesota been showing interest, and how did this news all come to be? Yeah, they've been talking to me since I was in high school. And they like they told me like yeah we just want to like see you play in a high level like we know you're good but we just want to see you play like in a high level like college where people can throw hard you know like good competition that, that was it were there any other teams that were uh sniffing around at the time yeah a couple like san diego padres washington nationals houston astros and kansas city royals what made you say, you know what, Minnesota sounds like a pretty good fit to me? Honestly, I just wanted to play baseball. Like for me, it doesn't matter. Like if I go like to to the Yankees or to Boston, I just wanted to play baseball. That's my dream. Talk a little bit about that dream and the journey in baseball. How did that love of the game begin for you? Oh, all of a sudden, when I was a kid in Dominican, I I was like, what, like seven years old. And my dad was, like, watching baseball all the time. He's like, you don't know baseball? I'm like, dad, no. Like, what is it? And then, like, we started watching baseball together, and then I just fell in love with it. And then he bought me a, a baseball glove, and then we played catch. And, like, I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> do you remember the moment when you realized this is something that I want to do as long as I possibly can? Oh, yeah. Like I, like I said, when I was 11 years old, I was like, you know what? I want to I wanna be a, a professional baseball player. Because, like, you know, in Dominican, if you're a baseball player, that's, that's the dream, you know? Everyone wants to be a baseball player down in Dominican. I was like, you know what? I want to do that, too. What brought you up to Alberta? Uh, you know, my mom. She wanted like, a better future for me, a better life. Because in Dominican, if you're not, like, in a school, 
then you're like selling drugs and that kind of stuff. And she doesn't want that for me. So she brought me here. Did it worry you at all moving up to Canada, knowing full well that we don't have a boatload of summertime as compared to the Dominican where you can play baseball basically year round? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I was really afraid because, you know, it's a different country, like new culture, new people. Like, I, I didn't know the language. So it was a challenge. I was like, well, am I going to fit here? Like, am I going to make it? Like, I'm just going to push myself and see what I can do. I mean, obviously, you've had a lot of success. You've been to some big events as well. The Tournament 12 in Toronto, for example. Uh, any highlights that stick out for you so far? The first time I went to T12, I didn't, like, did pretty good my first year. Because I, I remember we had, like, two runs on base, and I was I was hitting. And then the, the second base was the tight run. And then they struck me out, and we lost the game. And I promised myself then that's not that will not happen again. That will not happen again. And then my second year, I had this, this same opportunity. And I, I took a time out. I took a deep breath. I was like, you know what? This is my moment. This is it. I'm going to hit the ball no matter what. If it's high, ball, strike, I'm going to hit the ball no matter what. And then I hit it. And then we won the game. I was like, I did it, you know? Like, I finally did it. That must have given you a boatload of confidence, rising above that adversity to come back and show that you belong with some of the top players. Yeah, you know, like, the guy who was throwing the ball, the pitcher, he was looking at me like dead eye. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm better than you. And you got to know it. I'm better than you. I'm going to hit the ball no matter what. You're now living in the Edmonton area, but you also traveled down south to play with the Prairie Baseball Academy. Tell us a bit about those experiences and what they've meant to you as you've gone through your baseball journey. Uh, they mean a lot, you know, because they teach me a lot. They taught me a lot. They teach me how to play baseball the right way. And they they teach me, like, look, don't think too much. Just do it. If you know you can do it, then just do it. You don't have to be nervous. Or, like, you just got to believe in yourself. And you got to work hard. If you work hard, then it's going to pay off. Your coach, Todd Hubka, tweeted out, Willie has all the tools to be a big leaguer, just needs more reps at the plate. If he takes the work ethic he has learned to PBA to the Twins, he will have a long professional career. What does it mean to have someone like Coach Hubka say those kinds of things about you? Man, it means a lot. It means a lot because I remember the first day I got into PBA, he was the one who, like, explained to me, like, listen, here you gotta work. You're not you're not a kid anymore. Like oh yeah, I'm willing. Blah blah. blah. You gotta work your, you know, off mm-hmm. if you wanna be someone. Because I don't care who you are. You gotta make an effort yourself. And the man he pushed me. I'm telling you, he got the best of me. What was it that he did to kind of light that fire? What was it that that really drove you to be as good as you could possibly be? He pushed me. Like, he he got into me. You know what I mean? Like, he sometimes pissed me off. I was like, you know what, coach? I'm better than that. And I got to show it to you. He really pissed me off sometimes. And I like that. I like that. I love it.
fair to say that you uh, you kind of like having a bit of a chip on your shoulder? You want to be able to prove everybody wrong in a sense? Yeah. Because, like, I remember they, they thought I was overrated. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you I'm not. And that, that pissed me off. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, I'm going to outwork you. And you'll see what I'm about. Who else do you give credit to as far as being able to grow your game to the point that it's at now? I credit the... I'll say my parents, too. Because, like, you know, they talk to me. They'd be like, listen, you got to work. Like, we believe in you, but we got to work. And then, like, I see my mom. She was, like, Monday to Friday, but, like, she works hard, and I want to help her, you know. Like, I want to get a better life for her and my parent and my dad, too. Like, I want to get a better life for my parents. That's amazing, man. What was their reaction when you told them you'd signed with the twins? Oh, my, my mom, man, she was jumping. She was hugging me, kissing me, just jumping around. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad, I called him. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, Dad, yes, I'm serious. He's like, no, you're, you're kidding me. I'm like, Dad, I'm not. And then he was happy, too. I can only imagine the sheer joy. I'd also imagine you also called a few friends as well to let them know you're up to some pretty big things. Oh, I call my I call my friends back in Dominican. I call, I call my best friend in Dominican. I call, my, I call my family. I call everyone, man. I was like, hey, guess what? I'm a professional baseball player now. <laughs> So where do you go from here? What's the game plan uh, as far as, you know, trying to make a name for yourself with the Twins? Uh, the plan is that I'm going to work hard now. Like, I work hard in PBA, but now I'm going to work, like, twice as hard. Like, you will know who I am in a couple of years. I'm telling you that now. Love that. Final question for you here. What does the game of baseball mean to Willie? It means everything. It means love, passion. It's, it's me. Like, it's me. Baseball, it's me. Like, I, I love it, man. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it in words, but, like, I love it. Like, it just means everything to me. It's a fantastic story and very much appreciative of your time. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show. And congratulations again, Willie, on signing with the Minnesota Twins. Thank you so much. Thank you to having me. Another Edmonton area product taking another step in his baseball journey is Kyler Charchin. The six foot, 200 pound outfielder spent the last couple of seasons at Cloud County. The Camrose product was hitting 231 with a couple of RBIs in eight games with the T Birds before the pandemic hit. Over the last few weeks, it was announced he'd be following his dreams as well by heading to Southwest Baptist University in the fall. In the meantime, he's back at home and hoping to share some of his knowledge of the game with some smaller group sessions at home in Camrose starting this Saturday. Saturday. We talked about that and much more earlier this week. Kyler, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. Let's start off with what you've been up to over the last little while, because it seems like you got a pretty pretty cool event coming up. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so um, obviously I've had a little more downtime than I would have liked so far this summer. And, you know, with, with baseball kind of being shut down, I, I've had a lot more time on my hands. And I had actually planned on running kind of a youth summer camp in Camrose this year. Um, unfortunately, with the restrictions and kind of everything that's happened with COVID, I ended up canceling the camp. Um, I had planned to host kind of two different age groups, around 30 kids in each, and uh, 
unfortunately we weren't able to do that but just recently i've decided to kind of start hosting just some small group camps and cameras um it'll kind of run on saturdays starting this coming weekend and there's i think i have five different times kind of available for sign up and i'm looking forward to it just you know kind of get my feet wet with coaching a little bit and instructing and kind of try and share some of my knowledge that i've learned throughout the years and you know give back to my local community so what lit that fire for you honestly i just you know i've had so many good coaches over the years and um i've learned a lot from them and i think just so i've had so many opportunities not just in baseball and i've played hockey too and other sports and um i just think it's important to give back honestly like i think it's as simple as that and it's something i'm passionate about you know i, I enjoy learning about the game of baseball and I think I've picked up quite a bit of knowledge over the years and uh, it's just something I, you know, want to start doing as I get older and um, continue to learn about things and, you know, kind of pass that along to younger generations. Do you get some of that teaching aspirations from maybe some family members who might be in the, in the teaching world as well? I think so. I think that's fair to say, you know, my dad's a principal at an elementary school now and he's been teaching for 20 plus years, I think now. And, um, I'm actually going to school to be a teacher as well, so I think it kind of fits in uh, pretty well for myself, for sure. That is fantastic. So do you lean on him for a little bit of the the teaching side of it and then use that as as a bit of a background for how you deal with the the coaching side of the baseball game? For sure. Um, You know, my dad's coached, but he's coached myself in baseball, and he continues to coach hockey, actually. And, uh, you know, so he's he's been doing it for a long, long number of years. And so I think it's pretty easy to say yeah, I definitely, you know, can pick up a few things from him. And, you know, he can help me, you know, organize a couple things, get a few things ready to go. And, uh, yeah, I got a, got a good idea what I want to do. But um, for sure, I, I'd learn a couple things from him. Absolutely. What's exciting you the most about this opportunity to try to, to expand your wings kind of thing? Um, I think just, you know, for me, I, I think one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to is just kind of trying to offer something at a, at a good price. Um, you know, I, I think sports for many families can get expensive and, uh, you know, that's not why I want to do this. I want to, you know, kind of give my time to it and, you know, make it worth my time. But at the same time, I don't want to make it unaffordable for people and, so I'm just looking forward to hopefully getting a, you know, a decent number of kids out and um, just seeing people back on the ball field. Like it's, you know, it's been a weird summer that way. And um, I'm just looking forward to, you know, being around the game again, for sure. It's got to be fun as well from that standpoint of being able to, uh, like you said, give back to the community and, and especially a community that might not have a boatload of baseball heroes, but uh, people that they can learn from and maybe aspire to be just as good as. For sure. You know, I come from a smaller city and um, my parents grew up east of Camrose. So, you know, we have a lot of, of friends and family out that way. And, uh, you know, I kind of hope to expand my um, territory, I guess, out that way, too. And, you know, try and teach the game to the smaller communities out east there. And, um, you know, I'm just it's just something I'm passionate about. And, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it.
Talk a little bit about your upbringing in baseball and what got you to the point of uh, wanting to to explore not just the coaching and, and teaching side of it, but obviously uh, getting to play college ball and high school and all that. What, what got you into the game in the first place? Um, I'd say it was my dad to begin with. Um, you know, he got me going with it for sure. And I started when I was young. You know, I went through the rookie ball, the coach pitch, and played all the way up. And I was a multi-sport athlete, so I played hockey in the winter and baseball in the summer and that's how it always was and you know I never did the summer hockey or the spring hockey type thing it was always some baseball in the summer and winter for hockey and um you know I did a little bit of golf in here and there but um I guess you know it was just you know my dad played it growing up and uh, it was something that I was just kind of brought into do you remember the moment where you said you know what this baseball thing's a little more fun than the hockey thing you know what? That moment didn't come until I was 17. Um, I was still playing hockey at the time, and I was actually chasing, trying to play junior A hockey. Um, I was at a junior A camp in Grand Prairie, Alberta, and you know things weren't going as well as I would have liked at the time. And uh, I played for the Armena Royals, just some men's ball that summer. Mm. And I, that's when I really, really started missing being on the field a lot. You know, you just kind of play a couple games a week there. And um, I just wasn't around it as much as I would have liked. And so that was kind of what really got me back into it. I had so much fun with those guys that summer. And um, that kind of made me want to, you know, chase it a little bit more than hockey. Do you remember the moment where you went, maybe I can make a go of this, maybe play post-secondary or somewhere down south? Do you remember thinking, maybe I've got something to this? For sure. Um you know, I'd say that came a little bit after that. I, I mean, growing up, I was, I always thought I was quite talented. And uh, when I stepped away from the game, I didn't play any midget baseball in grade 10 or 11. So when I came back in grade 12, you know, there was a few unknowns. I'd been away from it a little bit. And um, when I joined the Prospects Academy in the fall of grade 12, um, once I kind of got going there and got my feet wet and got a little bit comfortable, then I, you know, began to see that maybe I could pursue this past high school. And so I did the uh, extra year after grade 12 with prospects again and, you know, just wanted to keep working at my game a little bit and eventually found a school and which would, would ended up being Cloud County. So it worked out really well. What led you down that road? Um, I would say... A lot of it had to do with my coaches. Um, you know, they had a few contacts in Kansas from their days when they played uh, in in the JUCO league down there, and so they kind of got me hooked up with Cloud. And I had a few conversations with them, and you know, it, it didn't take me long, and I made a pretty quick decision to go down there and play. And um, I'm glad I did for sure. What's that experience been like? It was awesome. I mean, obviously this year got cut short, but. Um, you know, I learned a lot from Coach Gilly down there, and I know a lot of the Canadian guys that I played with um, would say the same thing. You know, it, it was a great experience just getting to be away from home for the first time and, um, you know, kind of learning what it's like to be a little more independent and then, you know, getting to play college baseball in the U.S. There's there's nothing better for a Canadian kid who loves baseball, so... You mentioned having to be cut short, and I'm curious, where were you when you found out that, hey, you're going to have to be going back home, and was that a pretty easy decision to head straight back to uh, the Edmonton area? 
so for us, we were playing a doubleheader on a Thursday, I believe, at home. And we were in the second game of our doubleheader uh, when our coach actually told us early in the second game that he had just found out our season was canceled indefinitely. Um, they didn't really have a set date to win or if we would get going again. So then kind of over that weekend, there's quite a few unknowns. Um, he didn't know if we should leave yet. Um, the school hadn't made a lot of announcements yet about classes and whatnot. So we were kind of just waiting patiently. And then uh, pretty early the week after, I think it was the Monday, we hit the road back and um, started the online classes. And yeah, from, from there, it all happened pretty quick. But yeah, it can... was a, an odd experience for sure. <laughs> I can only imagine. And so where do you go from here? Has it been laid out for you? What's the next plan of action is, so to speak, come September? Yeah, so my plan is to attend Southwest Baptist University uh, this fall. Uh, they're in Boulevard, Missouri. And uh, I'm looking forward to that opportunity. Obviously, it's a new school for me and a new opportunity. And uh you know, I'm really looking forward to getting down there. It sounds like classes and everything are are going to be a go, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to getting down there again and hopefully getting a full season of college baseball in this time. What did it mean to you to be able to sign that letter of intent and make sure that you keep uh, keep the dream alive? It it was huge. I mean, when this pandemic hit, you know, I I hadn't committed yet, and things were pretty quiet for quite a while, and. Um, you know, Coach Gilly and all, all the guys at Cloud, you know, they helped me out quite a bit through that process. Um, you know, I can't thank them enough for their work in that. And, um, you know, when that opportunity came, I, I was very excited, you know, having the opportunity to continue to play down there. Yeah, I loved being in the Midwest and, uh, you know, the weather's beautiful down there. And uh, I had a lot of fun in my time at Cloud. So, you know, when I did get that opportunity, it was a it was a pretty easy decision. Absolutely. When you look at what's to come, what are you working on to make sure that you can stand out and and make some noise when you get down there? Um. Well, now that the gyms are back open, I am actually back working out with Taylor Burns. So I've been doing that quite a bit here lately, and uh, you know, just getting some T work in and just trying to stay as sharp as I can. Um, I'm hoping to possibly get some live at bats from some pitchers in the area here coming up and uh you know just kind of doing as much as i can outside of of uh the ball diamond i guess to to stay sharp how excited are you for the prospects of being able to get back out onto a field sooner rather than later i'm very excited you know it's just feels like it's been forever and i know when this pandemic all started it felt like time was dragging on and now things are kind of starting to, you know, speed up again, it seems like. But, uh, you know, I can't wait to get down to school as well. It sounds like we'll we'll be scrimmaging a lot this fall. And it'll just be great to be back on the field for sure. Lots going on for you. It's a very exciting time for sure. Final question for you. What does the game of baseball mean to Kyler Charchin? Well, it for me, it just, um, for me, it's just an opportunity to kind of better myself and um, my favorite part about it so far is I've met a lot of really good people and it's just the relationships I guess that I've built through the game and you know I'll hopefully continue to keep over time um, 
that's that's been my favorite part and that's kind of what it means to me the most i know it's not necessarily a big part of the game itself but you know outside the game um that's one of my favorite parts for sure Kyler, congratulations on all that you've accomplished to this point. Best of luck with all the camps you have back at home and looking forward to seeing what's up your sleeve uh, heading into the fall and beyond as well. Thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks to both Willie Diaz and Kyler Charchin for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you haven't already, make sure to leave us a rating and review wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Those actions help spread the word about what we're up to. You can check us out on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.